And uh, every message is life-changing if somebody will apply it. Uh, the Bible said, Be ye doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving our own selves. We hear a lot of sermons we never do do. Uh, but uh, I want you to listen this morning to the message today. And uh, I want you to listen close and be obedient today to the Lord uh, in the service today. First Kings chapter 1, verse 1. The Bible said, Now King David was old and stricken in years, and they covered him with clothes, but he got no heat. Wherefore his servant said unto him, Let there be salt for my lord the king, a young virgin, and let her stand before the king, and let her cherish him, and let her lie in thy bosom, that my lord the king may get heat. So they sought for a fair damsel throughout all the coast of Israel, and found Abishai, a Shulamite. That's probably the same Shulamite in the Song of Solomon. And they brought her to the king. And the damsel was very fair and cherished the king and ministered to him. But the king knew her not. And Adonijah, the son of Haggith, exalted himself, saying, I will be king. And he prepared him chariots and horsemen and fifty men to run before him. And his father had no displeased him at any time in saying, Why hast thou done so? And he also was a very goodly man, and his mother bare him after Absalom. And he conferred with Joab the son of Zuriah, and with Abathar the priest, and they followed Adonijah and helped him. But Zadok the priest, and Benaniah the son of Jediah, and Nathan the prophet, and Shimei, and Rei, and the mighty man which belonged to David were not with Adonijah. And Adonijah slew sheep and oxen and fat cattle by the stone of Zoletha, which is by Ingralal, and called all his brethren and the king's sons and all the men of Judah and the king's servant. But Nathan the prophet and Benaiah and the mighty man and Solomon his brother he called not. Wherefore Nathan spake unto Bersheba, the mother of Solomon, saying, Hast thou not heard that Adonijah, the son of Haggith, doeth reign? And David our Lord knoweth it not. Now therefore come, and let me, I pray thee, give thee counsel, that thou mayest save thine own life and the life of thy son Solomon. Go and get thee unto the king David, and say unto him, Didst not thou, my lord, O king, swear unto thy handmaid, saying, Assuredly, Solomon thy son shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon my throne? Why then doeth Adonijah reign? Behold, why thou yet talkest there with the king, I also will come in after thee and confirm thy words. And Bathsheba went in unto the king, unto the chamber, and the king was very old. And Abishai the Shulamite ministered unto the king. And Bersheba bowed and did obeisance unto the king. And the king said, What wouldest thou? And she said unto him, My lord, thou swearest by thee, lord, 
thy God unto thy handmaiden, saying, Assuredly, Solomon thy son shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon my throne. And now behold, Adonijah reigneth, and now my lord the king, thou knowest it not. And he hath slain oxen and fat cattle and sheep in abundance, and hath called all the sons of the king, and Abathar the priest, and Joab the captain of the host. But Solomon thy servant hath he not called. And thou, my lord, O king, the eyes of all Israel are upon thee, that thou shouldest tell them who shall sit on the throne of my lord the king after him. Otherwise it shall come to pass when my lord the king shall sleep with his father that I and my son Solomon shall be counted as offenders. Thank you be seated. Our father, we ask today that you would come and give deliverance today of the word of God. And Lord, whether people do it or not, I pray they do. But whether they do it or not, I pray at least they will understand it. And Lord, I pray today for the Lord's will and way uh, to, to be had today. And if the Lord had His will and His way today in every life, only the Lord knows what would happen today. Father, forgive me of my sins. Uh, Lord, cleanse me of all filthiness of the flesh, mind, and spirit. Anoint me with fresh oil today. And Lord, give me liberty today, I pray. In Christ's name, amen and amen. Let us look at this Old Testament story today. And whenever I look at the Old Testament and I read the Old Testament, I'm always in search of a New Testament application. The Bible said the things that were written aforetime, the things that were written in the Old Testament, that they were written for our admonishment upon whom the ends of the world have come. In other words, the things wrote back there has some kind of meaning for us up here. And uh, when we look at this uh, story today, we realize that every one of us, each one of us, uh, in a sense, is our own little kingdom. And how things go in the kingdom has all to do with who shall sit on the throne. That's the text this morning, the question that Mesheba asked the king, uh, and she said, Who shall sit upon the throne? I hope you'll ask yourself that question within the next 30 or 40 minutes that you'll ask yourself that question. When we read the Old Testament, we find out that how things went in Israel, in the life of Israel, that how things went always had to do with who was sitting on the throne. If they had a king and things went good and the blessings came and battles were won, it was because that the one upon the throne did that which was right in the sight of God. But if things went bad and battles were lost and and judgment came and they were given over to their enemies, 
It was always because uh, uh, that that one on the throne uh, uh, did that not which was right uh, uh, in the sight of God. Uh, uh, But they followed after their fathers uh, uh, which did not follow after the ways of God. Uh, uh, S.D. Gordon, who is a great author, my sister Sheila, uh, she brought me a little book. She got it a yard sale. And I have a lot of his books and all of S.D. Gordon's books. Uh, uh, they all are called Quiet Talks. Uh, uh, quiet Talks on Prayer. Uh, quiet Talks on Problems. Uh, uh, quiet Talks on the Pulpit. Uh, they all start out with Quiet Talks. Uh, but S.D. Gordon made this tremendous statement uh, and S.D. Gordon said, uh, in every life, in every person's life, uh, uh, there's a throne and a cross. Uh, and S.D. Gordon said, if you sit upon the throne, uh, uh, then Christ is on the cross. Uh, uh, but he said, if Christ sits upon the throne, uh, uh, then you are upon the cross. Uh, uh, my question to you this morning uh, is who is going to sit on the throne in 2023? I can promise you that if you sit upon the throne in 2022, it did not go well. But I can tell you that if 2023 that Jesus sit upon the throne, I'll tell you that things went well. Uh, that's what this whole story's about uh, in chapter 1. Uh, it's about who uh, is going to sit uh, upon the throne. Uh, I, I want to tell you this morning, there's three things I want to show you this morning, uh, and they're all in the chapter. Uh, first of all, there is the obvious. Uh, uh, you say, what's the obvious? Verse 5, uh, the Bible said, Then Adonijah, the son of Haggith, uh, He exalted himself, uh, saying, I will be king. Uh, The obvious is this, uh, uh, that there's a throne in your life, uh, and there's a rival uh, uh, for who's going to sit on that throne. Uh, Somebody is going to sit on the throne uh, of your life. Uh, uh, You say, who's going to sit on it, Brother Rick? Uh, uh, well, first of all, uh, self likes to sit on that throne. Uh, uh, you say, what do you mean? Uh, uh, you, we, we hear words like, I'm my own man. Uh, I don't like nobody telling me what to do. Uh, I do what I want to do. Uh, uh, that's self sitting on the throne. Uh, and probably 50% of this congregation, uh, self sits on the throne. Uh, uh, you do what you want to do. Uh, you come when you want to come. You stay when you want to stay. Uh, uh, you make decisions of what you want to do. Uh, and that's because self uh, is on the throne. Uh, This church can never be what God wants it to be uh, with self on the throne. Uh, But you see, not only is self on the throne, uh, but there is Satan, uh, and he wants on the throne. In Isaiah chapter 14, uh, Satan said, I will exalt my throne. Uh, He said, above the throne of God. Satan wants on the throne. Uh, uh, can we not all point out in every direction? Uh, 
Uh, hundreds of people that's life is shot. Uh, uh, they're in the jails. They're in the prison. Uh, uh, they're in the halfway houses. Uh, uh, you say, why? Because Satan uh, is on the throne of their life. Amen. Uh, uh, can I tell you that sin uh, uh, wants to be on the throne. Uh, uh, Romans 6, Paul said, Let not sin therefore reign. Uh, in other words, don't let sin be on the throne uh, of your life. Amen. Uh, and in this story today, uh, there is a man named Adonijah, and he wants to be on the throne. Uh, He's not the man that ought to be on the throne, but he wants to be on the throne. Amen. I see three things about this man, Adonijah, that's very plain in the Word of God. Look at your Bible. The Bible said he exalted himself, saying, I will be king. I've heard that somewhere before. Amen. You see, that's the pride in his life. I'm going to do what I want to do. It's my life. I'll do with it what I want to do. Well, if you do that, then, then, then you're on the throne. And that's pride. Listen, ever saved person, you see, there was somebody that had already a long time ago said that he ought to be on the throne. That's Jesus Christ. When you get saved, you've got no business running your own life. The Bible said you're not your own. You're bought with a price. You can't just do what you want to do, go when you want to go, stay when you want to stay, give what you want to give, hold what you want to hold. You cannot do that unless you're on the throne. Amen. There was pride. You know, I hear it, men. Well, they don't nobody tell me what to do. I ain't gonna listen to that preacher. I don't care what that Bible says. You ever heard that? Yeah, I'll go and do what I want to do. Yeah, go ahead. You can do that. Self's on the throne. But it ain't gonna go good. If you don't believe it, just look around. I'd challenge every one of you. I know you ain't going to do it, but I'd challenge every one of you to let Jesus Christ on the throne of your life for six months. Do what He says do. Go when He says go. Give what He says give. Uh, obey whatever He says do. Life changing. Amen. If you ever let him on the throne, you'll never walk back on there again. You say, why? Because he runs things a lot better than you and I can ever run things. Amen. You see, there was pride. There was a problem there. First Kings 1 and 6 said his father, David, David was his father. His father had not pleased him at any time. Uh, let me tell you what that means. That means his father never did say no to him. It said his father did not please him at any time, saying, why hast thou done so? In other words, Adonijah, he did what he wanted to do, and his father didn't say anything. If you're on the throne, you do what you want to do, 
and you don't say anything. You don't say you ought not do that. You ought not say, you, ought, you say, you don't say, that ain't right. God wouldn't like that. You know, the problem with a lot of church people today is we never have learned to say no to ourselves. When no says don't go, we say okay or say nothing. I don't know about you, I got two people talking to me all the time and I'm not schizophrenic. I got a flesh that says one thing and a spirit that says the other. But a lot of church people have never learned to say no to themselves. A few years ago, uh, the drug people, you know, I think it's uh, Miss Bush or one of those first ladies, they come out with that and they said, just say no. That'll work in the Christian life too. Just say no. You say, well, you don't know. Yeah, I know. I got, I got flesh just like you got flesh. I got feelings just like you got feelings. I've got problems just like you got problems. But we have to learn to say no to self. Get off the throne. Self, you're not in charge. There was pride. There was a problem because you see, with Adonijah on the throne, it wasn't the will of God and things wasn't going to go the way they ought to go if the right person was on the throne. I'm asking you this morning, who's going to sit on the throne in 2023? Who's going to run your life and my life? I'll tell you how our life goes. It totally 100% will, will have to do with who sits on the throne. Not only was there pride and a problem, but we see a picture here. The Bible says in verse 6 that he was a very goodly man. Now when the Bible says that of Moses that he was a goodly child. Over in the book of Hebrews, if you'll go to your center column there, it, meant, it, it, it says that meant that he had uh, favor with God. But here the meanings differ. Uh, the Bible said Adonijah, he didn't have favor with God, but the Bible said he was a goodly man. Uh, and what that meant was he looked good. Uh, uh, he looked good to himself. Uh, uh, he was probably uh, everything, when he looked at himself, everything looked good. That's the way it is when you're on the throne. It looks good to you, amen. Uh, uh, it looks good to you. I'm the boss. I'm my own man. Uh, I do what I want to do. Uh, uh, did you know things can look one way uh, and they can be another way, amen? Uh, uh, yes, sir. Uh, you see, it looked, uh, it looked good to him. He's going to be king. Uh, he's going to sit on the throne. Uh, he's going to rule. He's going to make all the decisions. He's going to do everything. It looked good to him, but it didn't look good to the king. You say, why? Because the king had already said who was going to be on the throne. When you got saved, God had already determined who would be on the throne of your life. God had already determined who would run your life. The problem with the not only this church, but all churches, 
is itself is on the throne. You sing when you want to sing. You play when you want to play. You come when you want to come. You do when you want to do. You give when you want to give. And you know what? All that is is a picture that self is on the throne. But when you got the right one on the throne, you're in your place in the Sunday school room. You're in your place on the bus. You're in your place wherever it might be. You say, why? Because the Savior is on the throne. And you're doing that which was right in the sight of God. And so there is an obvious rival. There's someone else that wants to be on the throne of your life. A lot of the problem people have, I've always said 75% of the problems we have is our own doing. You say, why? Because we want to sit on the throne. We cause the problem because we don't obey the Lord. We don't have Jesus on the throne. Well, there's a, an obvious rival. Someone else wants to be on the throne of your life. And it's up to you whether he does or not. I see this here. You see, there is an objection to the rival. There is an objection to the obvious. There is a reproach, if you will. The Bible said in 1 Kings 1 and 30, right there in your Bible, it said, Solomon, thy son shall reign. David the king has already declared who would sit on that throne can I tell you, the King of glory, He has already decided who's to sit on the throne of our life and who's to run our life, amen. And what's wrong with the church, what's wrong with people today is that they're on their own throne, the wrong person's on the throne. You get the right person on the throne, things will go better. You say, you said, preacher, there was an objection, there was a reproach. Yes, I did say that. It's found there in verse 20 and verse 21. This is Bathsheba talking. And Bathsheba said, And thou, my Lord, O king, the eyes of all Israel are upon thee, that thou saidest, shouldest tell who shall sit on the throne. Verse 21. Otherwise, Otherwise, if you don't say who's going to sit on the throne, otherwise when my Lord the King shall sleep with his fathers, that I and my son Solomon shall be called offenders. You say, what's the objection? Well, the objection is that if you're on the throne, if Satan's on the throne, if sin's on the throne, if anybody's on the throne other than the one that's supposed to be on the throne, it makes the king look bad. David's the king. And if Adonijah had got on that throne, David's the one that's going to look bad. Amen. Do you know that if I let self on the throne, Satan on the throne, sin on the throne, uh, if I let anybody else on the throne, uh, and I'm a Christian, I'm a child of God, uh, I know who's supposed to be on the throne, uh, but if I let anybody else on the throne, uh, you know who it makes look bad? God. 
Amen. Amen. People that allow somebody else to be on the throne and then you go out Walmart or you go out to a restaurant somewhere and, uh, and people, they, 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 well, I don't want to serve a God like that. I, I know somebody, they're saved and they're out here running around doing this and going here and going there. I, I don't want nothing to do with God. If that's all God's got, I don't want none. Is there somebody else on the throne? Makes God look bad. But when the rightful king is on the throne, the Lord looks good. The Lord looked good this morning when you backed out of your driveway at 9 o'clock heading to Sunday school. The Lord looked good. The Lord, the Lord looked good when you come in dressed with modest apparel and uh, dress the way the king says you ought to dress. Uh, the Lord looks good. Lord looks good. Say, why well, you got the right person on the throne. Uh, and whenever he's on the throne, uh, God looks good. But if God looks bad, uh, wrong person's on the throne. People that are saved, maybe they are, hope they are, but they... They live in uh, habitual sin. Makes God look bad. You say, why? Makes, makes it look like God's not able to help you. Makes it look like salvations ain't real. Makes it look like that uh, it's all just a bunch of religious garb uh, and there ain't no really life-giving power, life-giving force to it. Makes God look bad. Uh, uh, but you take somebody, get saved. Uh, uh, Jesus Christ takes His rightful place on the throne. Uh, uh, they clean up their act. They start looking good, acting good, uh, uh, doing what Jesus said to. Uh, that makes God look good. Say, boy, the Lord can change people, can't He? The Lord's got power. I'm talking about who shall sit on the throne. Somebody will. Somebody's on there right now. You say you're making me mad, get off the throne. It wouldn't make Jesus Christ mad if He was on the throne. He'd be saying, Preach it! You see, there is an objection, a reproach as, as to why that the right king needs to be on the throne. Look at verse 21. And I and my son shall be counted as offenders. Not only does it make the king look bad, but it makes the king's family look bad. They said if Adonijah, if Adonijah is allowed to sit on the throne, we'll be counted as offenders. You know, we can have the right person on the throne doing what Jesus says do, obeying what Jesus says obey, going where Jesus says obey. But somebody in this church, maybe several somebody's in this church has got self or Satan or sin on the throne. And you go out into public and you meet somebody and you say, I'd like to invite you to church. They say, where do you go? Go over at Bethel Baptist. Don't so-and-so come over there. They sure do. Why, he's my neighbor. Biggest deadbeat. Garbage can full of beer cans every week. 
Well, I don't want to go to that church. They're all a bunch of hypocrites. Makes the family look bad. When you got the right one on the throne, good neighbor, love the Lord, love people, that makes the family look good. Oh, I've been over at that church. They're friendly over there. I've been over at that church. They'll help you over there. Man told me in Louisville, Kentucky this week was talking to him. They're friends of Richie family. And I wouldn't tell him nothing. But they were telling him about the church. And he said, man, he said, churches ain't like that no more. Churches don't do stuff like that no more. You know what? Made the family look good. Made y'all look good. Amen? Somebody's going to be on that throne. You young people, listen to me. You get the right person on the throne and leave him there, your life will be different. Amen? Don't you know that ever who's running the kingdom is how the kingdom goes? Look at the White House. There's an objection why that you shouldn't be on the throne. One, because you ain't the king. There's an objection to why I don't need to be on the throne running my own life. Why it's the ultimate pride. It's the ultimate pride for me to even think I could run my own life. But I've had him on the throne long enough I know he does a whole lot better job with it than I do. Amen. There is the obvious rival somebody is wanting on that throne. Somebody's on it right now. And if Jesus is on it right now, somebody's rivaling to get him off the throne all the time. Did you notice how that he had a lot of help? There was all these people that was going to help him get on the throne. Boy, there's plenty of help out there to get you on it if you want on it. Amen. There is the obvious rival. There is the objection or the reproach to who's on the throne. My question to you this morning, who's going to sit on the throne? That's going to determine how this church goes. That's going to determine how your life goes. That's going to determine everything as to who's sitting on that throne. All right, look at verse 46, 1 Kings 1, 46. And the Bible said, And also Solomon sitteth on the throne of the kingdom. The right person is on the throne. But for the right person to get on the throne, somebody's got to get off the throne. Amen. For the right person to get on the throne, there is an acclamation. They said, Solomon's on the throne. You get the right person on the throne, people know it. Amen. The Bible said Solomon's on the throne. There'll be an awareness of it. 
you let Jesus Christ sit on the throne of your life and other people will know whether He's on the throne or not. I guarantee you, I can look out over this congregation and tell you who's on the throne. Unless you're visiting today and I don't know you. You say, why? There's an awareness to who's there on the throne. You say, well, what happens if you get the right person on the throne? Well, let's make an observation. Let's make an observation. Let's, uh, let's make a resolve to find out what happens when the right person is on the throne. Verse 47 said, Solomon's on the throne now. And he said God made the name of Solomon better. When the right person's on the throne, things will be better. If we could get 50% of this congregation to get the right person on the throne, this church would be much better. Yes, sir. This church would be better in every way. Just 50%. Let the Lord on the throne. I know one thing. I let Him on the throne. My home's better. Amen. I know this. I let Him on the throne and my marriage is better and getting better all the time. I know this. When I see people let the Lord on the throne of their life, their life gets better. You know what your problem is, Mr. Mrs. I'm going to tell you what your problem is this morning from this Word of God. You're on the throne instead of Jesus Christ. You're doing what you want to do instead of what Jesus Christ wants to do. You say, you mad? No, I'm telling Bible truth. I ain't mad at nobody. Free country, if you want to, if you want to sit on the throne, go ahead and sit. I'm just trying to save your problem. I'm just trying to make your life better. I'm just trying to say if you'll get the right person on the throne, your life will be a whole lot better. Better, 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 better. We'd have better services. Uh, we'd have better everything. If Jesus Christ was on the throne instead of you, sin, or Satan. If Jesus Christ was on the throne, our Wednesday night crowd would pick up 50 people. Amen. But you see, you're on the throne and you ain't coming. Do you know who that makes look bad? That makes the church look bad. Ain't we preaching today? Better be careful, preacher. You fix it to have an assistant, we'll vote him in. Go ahead. He's going to preach just like I am. Amen. You see, if Jesus Christ was on the throne this morning, we would have had a hundred. Ever how many people's here today? We'd have had that many for Sunday school. That would have made God look good. You think it makes God look good? You come in here on Wednesday night, you got 200 on Sunday morning. You got 20, 30 on Wednesday night. You think that makes God look good? 
You know what the problem is? You're on the throne. Now let me say this. I know there's people that's not able to be here. Some of them are listening right now. Uh, some of them can't even listen right now. They can't be here. They're really, really sick. And I certainly understand that and I have something my heart goes out to it. But 80% of the people that don't come but one service a week, you know why they do that? That's what they want to do. They're on the throne. You see, the Lord wants to make your life better. The Lord wants to bless you. I don't know if you knew this or not, but God likes to bless people. You see, the Bible said in verse 49... Uh, verse uh, 20, the Bible said, Blessed be the Lord God. Amen. God likes to bless people. Amen. You say, The Lord is blessing me, Brother Rick. He wants to bless you more. But He can't bless you anymore because you won't get off the throne. You dump yourself out of the chair and let the Lord get in there and sit down. You're going to be blessed more in every way. You say, how do you know that? Do you think the kingdom would have went better if Adonijah was on the throne or Solomon? I'm going to say Solomon. You know why? Because Solomon is the one that said who, who should be on the throne. Let me, tell you, let me tell you something, young married couples. Let me tell you something. Young people fixing to get married. Young people thinking about getting married. Young people want to get married. Put Jesus Christ on the throne of your life and let Him rule and reign. And you'll, you'll, you'll miss a whole lot of problems that other young people have because they rule and reign. You know... Wouldn't it be something if people just sold out lock, stock, and barrel to Jesus Christ? You know what I think? I think things would be better. I think blessings would come down in every direction. You say, why? You got the right person on the throne. There's better. It's going to get better if he's on the throne. Let's just take an observation. Let's pick out some people that we know that Jesus Christ is on the throne. On the throne of the husband, on the throne of the wife. Miracle, miracles on the throne of the kids. You look at that family. And then you get that family. Oh, they're saved. But they ain't never let Jesus on the throne. They're going to run their own life, do what they want to do. Ball game comes up. That's where we're going, not to church. Something comes up, fun day, day out of town, that's where we're going, we ain't going to church. You watch a family like that. I've been watching them for 43 years. Don't tell me, I'll tell you. You watch a husband and wife got Jesus Christ on the throne. I probably have never, ever, ever counseled a couple wanting a divorce that both of them had Jesus Christ on the throne. Couldn't happen. It'd be an impossibility to have Jesus Christ on the throne of both lives. Be impossible. 
who's on the throne. Who's going to run, who's going to sit on the throne of your life through 2023? I challenge you to let Jesus Christ sit on it until January 31st of 2023, and if things didn't go right, then get back on it. I think He can try and prove it. I think He said that. He said, try me and prove me. But we've got a Christianity in 2023. The only thing they want God to do is save them. Unless they get sick and then they want God to heal them. But they don't want God to tell them what to do with their time or their money or their talents. Somebody else is on the throne. You see, if He's on the throne, things are better. If He's on the throne, blessings are more and more. If He's on the throne... There's banquishment. Look in verse 20 or verse 49. Look at verse 49. Now Solomon, he's solidly seated on the throne. And look at verse 49. And all the guests that were with Adonijah were afraid, and they rose up and went every man his way. You say, what do you mean? When you get the right person on the throne and leave him there for a while, you won't have to worry about your friends, about you running them off. They'll run you off. You won't have to worry about somebody tempting you because they'll run like a scared hank because they'll be afraid you're going to tempt them to get in church and to get right with God. So you get the right person on the throne. All them that was trying to help Adonijah, they all just fled. They all just left. You know, the devil won't never leave you for good, but sometimes he'll leave you for a little while, and I'll take every little while it is. You see, when Jesus Christ was on the throne, things that happen in people's life, I wonder if they ever even consider. It could have something to do with you won't judge yourself. And the Bible said if you won't judge yourself, you won't confess your sins, you won't call on the name of the Lord. The Bible said if you won't judge yourself, God said, I'll judge you. The Lord says when I judge you, you're going to be weak. You're going to be sick. You may die. If you won't judge yourself. You won't let the Lord on the throne. You won't say, Lord, you're right, I'm wrong. Look at this, verse 50. And Adonijah, that's what wanted on the throne. And Adonijah feared because of Solomon, the right king's on the throne. And the Bible said he arose and went and caught hold on the horns of the altar. You see, when you get Jesus Christ on the throne, if you're on the throne, the devil's going to hang around and sit there with you. But once he finds out you got Jesus Christ on the throne, you got the right one on the throne, 
He may come around, but he ain't going to hang around long. Baker, he likes, uh, he likes uh, the queens. And uh, uh, I think it was uh, the queen. Is that Queen Mary or uh, Queen Elizabeth? I think. Queen Elizabeth, he wrote her a letter. She wrote it back. He's got it. And I read a story back uh, about Queen Mary back a long time ago. And she had been queen for a long time. She'd sat on the throne for years and years and years and years. And then the new queen, uh, maybe her granddaughter, I don't know, a new queen, they made her queen. And she was on the throne. And you know what that queen Mary did when they made her granddaughter queen? She got up off the throne and she took her crown and she laid it down at the new queen's feet and she said, I'm your subject. You know what we need to do? We should have done it when we got saved. Maybe we didn't know enough. We'll do it today. But we need to get off the throne. We need to say, Lord, I, I'm glad you're a Savior, but I need more than that. We need to get off the throne and let Jesus Christ get on the throne and put ourselves down at His feet and say, Lord, I don't know how long I got. I don't know if I got a week, six months, ten years. Lord, I don't know how long I've got. But whatever else time I got, Lord, I'm laying, I'm laying myself down at your feet as your subject. And I want you to get on the throne. And starting today, to the best of my ability, you tell me where to go, what to do, what to say, what not to do, where not to go. And I'm going to do it because you're my king. You try it. At the end of this year, January the 31st, if you ain't pleased, throw him off the throne and you get back on it. Some of you ain't never even had him on the throne. Some of you ain't even saved. Devil's your king. You need to come today and say, Lord, I need to write for one in my life. And that's Jesus Christ. But Sheba said, Who shall sit on the throne? I can answer for me, but I can't answer for you. But you will answer today. You will answer by your reaction. You'll answer one way or the other. Who's going to sit on your throne? Father, I come to you this morning. I thank you for this life-changing truth in the Word of God. And Lord, we cannot deny it if we're honest with God that Jesus Christ is supposed to rule and reign in our life. Lord, I can't convict. I'm not the 